Welcome back to another episode of Marginalia, Reading Between the Lines. I'm your host, Sophie Chalmers, and today we're going to be discussing Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale and its relevance in today's society, particularly in regards to the Me Too movement. As we know, thanks to strong women all around the world, there have been many advancements in women's rights throughout the last 50 years. Though, that being said, there's still plenty of improvements to be made in regards to gender equality, from lack of employment equality to uneven access to education. The fight continues. Having said that, today we're focusing on the rising number of women speaking out about experiences of sexual assault and harassment, and its relation to the events and underground organization May Day in The Handmaid's Tale. As we know, dystopian fiction more often than not highlights issues in our society, from politics to religion. Some stories are much more relevant than others, but a good dystopian will leave you analyzing your own life and really reconsidering some ideas and opinions. May that be about your government, social norms, or even social media. The Handmaid's Tale, though written in 1985, continues to be relevant in our contemporary society. It highlights important issues about women's rights and equality, or the lack thereof, as well as misogyny embedded in our societal norms. These issues are sewn into the themes of the story, an oppressive and controlling government, loss of individualism and survival, the building blocks of a good dystopian novel. These themes are present in reference to the controlling rules the citizens of the society have to follow, ridding them of any freedom, and the brainwashing as well as forced uniforms that strip them of their individuality. One of the deeper factors involved in creating any interesting dystopian story is the feeling of unease it leaves its audience with, influencing the realization of just how close our world is to that of the Republic of Gilead. On top of its themes, the protagonist of the story, Offred, also fits the mold of that of a typical dystopian novel. She is part of a rebellion, quietly fighting against the oppressive system, as well as questioning it and the beliefs of her society. She helps to influence change, a common role for the protagonist of a dystopian fiction. Here is a passage from page 310. Moira is explaining the underground female road system as a part of the revolution to have Fred in the break room of Jezebel's. The other house was Quakers too, and they were pay dirt because they were a station on the underground female road. After the first man left, they said they'd try to get me out of the country. I won't tell you how because some of the stations may still be operating. Each one of them was in contact with only one other one, always the next one along. There were advantages to that. It was better if you were caught, but disadvantages too, because if one station got busted, the entire chain backed up until they could make contact with one of their couriers who could set up an alternate route. They were better organized than you'd think, though. They'd infiltrated a couple of useful places. One of them was the post office. They had a driver there with one of those handy little trucks. I made it over the bridge and into the city proper in a mail sack. I can tell you that now because they got him soon after that. He ended up on the wall. You hear about these things. You hear a lot in here. You'd be surprised. The commanders tell us themselves. I guess they figure why not. There's no one we can pass it on to except each other, and that doesn't count. Here's some background on the Me Too movement to understand its relevance. Me Too was originally created in 2006 by American activist Tarana Burke after her own experience of sexual violence. 
She intended to build a community of advocates driven by survivors who would be at the forefront for creating solutions to interrupt sexual violence in their communities. The hashtag MeToo became more widely known and used in 2017 after allegations of sexual assault against film producer Harvey Weinstein came to light. It quickly picked up speed as more and more women came forward and later was encouraged by Alicia Milano for women all around the world to use this hashtag to share their own stories and shed some light on the issues at hand. These women opened the door for other survivors to come forward, demanding to be heard, not dismissed, by police or society, as they had been in the past. As we've come to discuss, Me Too is a movement against sexual abuse and harassment, forefronted by women for the survivors of such crimes. They bring sex crimes to light, publicizing them and criticizing the guilty parties involved, making sure survivors don't go unhurt. Though they are not an underground movement, they stand for women's rights and equality, not so far from The Handmaid's Tale's May Day. May Day is the story's underground society of women rising against oppression and injustice towards females. Though these two movements differ by means of how they operate, both have similar goals in mind, goals of creating gender equality, ending gender-based violence, and the advancement of women's rights. The idea of May Day was created 36 years ago and still manages to be relatable to a modern-day movement, giving us even more insight into the relevance of The Handmaid's Tale in our world. Though the severity of our realities differs from that of Gilead, that doesn't mean that this story is an attack on our society and the embedded misogyny. Because though we think we've progressed so much, a prediction made almost 40 years ago is a painfully accurate portrayal of our reality. Often we operate under the impression that progress or achievement is the same as a solved problem or a permanent resolution, but that is just not the case. All this to say, The Handmaid's Tale is as relevant as ever in connection to our own world. Upon exploring the connection between this text and our modern-day activism, it's clear to see that Margaret Atwood hit the nail on the head with her knock at humanity. Her story, though extreme, is uncomfortably accurate and does exactly what she intended for it to do, make us question everything we thought we knew about the society we live in. Personally, it makes me reflect on my own opinions and experiences. Do I or people I know have internalized misogyny? Has it been embedded so deeply into the seams of our society that it goes unnoticed? Is this story a little too relevant and relatable? The answer to these questions may just be yes, but sometimes it takes a story such as this to expose and encourage us to do something about the issues at hand. That being said, I hope this has given you something to consider. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope to see you next time on another episode of Marginalia, Reading Between the Lines.